Welcome to the Dropkick. My name is Frank Johnson. And I'm Pat Thompson. When you tune into the Dropkick, we'll be touching on subjects that are important to us, like the white center community, youth leadership, food, food, lots of food, music, good music, local music, business, people, cycling and sports. Uh, and we'll probably be talking about the 12 man. Definitely talking about the 12 man. Because we love our Seahawks. Always. And might just probably talk about bringing on them Sonics back, okay? <laughs> How's it going? It's going good, Pat. Uh, just, you up to anything? Have you been up to anything I, lately? I have. I just finally got a got a got a burger from Burger Boss. Which and is how down. was it? It's you know, uh, it's pretty good. They, <laughs> it's pretty good. I I wasn't really sure about it because you know we got Zippies <laughs> and I love Zippies. Right. If you guys haven't been to Zippies, definitely go to Zippies. But also, if you haven't been to Burger Boss, represent. Go down to Burger Boss. The one burger that I got was called the the hog burger or the triple hog it comes with like ham and the dude i cannot be eating anything called the triple hog i'm you, just saying you know it you know i'm glad <laughs> you know it was delicious and they do this thing where they give you a bucket of fries you can right. get a bucket really? of fries or you can get like a bag like a small bag of fries i got the bucket uh-huh. uh, you know i ain't i ain't i ain't flinching over well, here that's cool i'm excited <laughs> for you i know you were thinking about getting over there did you have a milkshake i heard people talk about the milkshakes down there uh the milkshakes is pretty good luckily we the day that we went there it was on it was on saint patrick's day Uh so one of the homies who actually spotted me for the meal thank you thank you zaza thank you very much uh uh represent uh she has spotted me for the meal and luckily they it was saint patrick's day so they she wanted a milk a mint milkshake so they had like a shamrock thing Uh going on you know and it was it was actually it was delicious so it was good. creamy. All the flavors were binded together. Now to that sounds really good to good. me right now. Yes, yes. <laughs> so yeah, how about you, Pat? What you been up to? Well, March has just been a crazy, awesome, fun, brilliant cockamamie month. <laughs> cockamamie is like our new word. That's so the word. hashtag cockamamie, right? Yes. Anyway, it's been great, but. Um, yeah, we've learned a lot this month. The Yes Foundation had a couple events that we needed to get at. And then the big thing was our 5K. Yes. And so that was a lot of fun. The Yes Foundation of White Center does the 5K in partnership with the White Center Food Bank mm-hmm. and the White Center CDA. And so all the proceeds that we gather from the from the 5K kind of get split between those three organizations. And it's just great. It's a great community event. I don't know who else was there. Who, so many people there yeah, who, when it happened. It was just so fun. And the weather was phenomenal. phenomenal. We're so, <laughs> we are on year four of this 5K, and all four years the weather has just been off the hook. So we've been really lucky. Had a lot of folks show up. The music was a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, the DJ knows what he's doing. Soka. Yeah, yeah, Soka so. represent. So that was March. And then, you know, we're looking towards to April. The Yes Foundation has an auction coming up. It's on... like my favorite event that the Yes Foundation It's your favorite because we got all those desserts. Uh, and I, I make a couple. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, bringing the right. peach cobbler yet again. So <laughs> our dessert auction is uh, April 
30th and we're kind of moving heaven and earth to get the you know get items and get ready for that so pretty exciting and then after that is uh getting ready for the yes foundation summer so we've got christmas in june that happens Mm -hmm. that's where all the kids at the three local elementary schools get brand new Mm -hmm. balls yep (laughs) you're gonna be asking for some volunteers for that one yeah so So, you know it's been great and then one thing i'm super excited about is bike club has started back up so the kids at the high school are riding their bikes and we're actually gonna start a bike club up at uh, cascade middle school fantastic pretty excited about that and they get to build the bikes they do they build their own bikes yeah that happens actually in the winter quarter when there's not really great riding uh weather okay so they do a build a bike program and we cascade bicycle club is the organization that we do the bike club with Mm -hmm. we we can't do a bike club without them but anyway they do a program called build a bike and kids come they're assigned a bike that uh that has been donated to cascade bicycle club and so an individual kid would come and uh, he gets a bike assigned to him, and they work on it. They basically take the thing apart and yeah. put it back together again, and at the end of it, they've earned a bike. So constructive. Yeah, it's great. They love it. You know, we've we've been able to put a lot of bicycles back into the neighborhood through this program called Build a Bike, so pretty cool. lucky about that. Awesome. Well, it looks like uh, Yes Foundation has a huge packed spring and summertime yeah. coming yeah. up. Well, what has <clears throat> happened in the past is on April 1st, I wake up, and I think to myself, uh-oh, you know, tonight when I go to sleep, I'm yeah. going to wake up and it's going to be September 1st. That's usually how fast it just blows by. We're just super busy. But of course. recently, this year, it feels like I went to sleep on, you know, February 29th. <laughs> and, and we're in the midst of it. I I fully expect to wake up tomorrow and have it be September 1st. Yes. So, <laughs> so, you know, I'm just trying to enjoy some stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So. Well, y'all, uh, make sure you guys stay tuned for those events and uh, and uh, make sure you keep an eye out for all the newsletters that CDA brings. Keep up on your social media to learn a lot more about those events that Yes Foundation and other community organizations. Yeah, the other thing that, up. excuse me, the other thing that just is always so important to me is the work of the food bank, the yes. Center Food Bank. And uh, just today I was thinking, uh, I remember li- hearing Rick the executive director down mm-hmm. there, um, I remember hearing him say that they have a need for volunteers. So if someone, if if people are out there thinking they'd like to volunteer somewhere, the food bank is in need, and it's a great organization. They do some great really great. I mean, they get some stuff done. Mm-hmm. So great, great people. So we have a very special guest today coming all the way down from Spokane, Washington. She was homegrown in the neighborhood of White Center. We are so happy to have. Kayla Paul here with us today on the Dropkick. Welcome, welcome. welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it feels nice good to, to be you. here. <laughs> good to see you. Good to see you. How are you doing, Kayla? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that we want to touch up on, but uh, just to kind of get things started, uh, what you up to now? What's been going on in your life? Um, right now, I am the director of the East Centrals of Spokane Boys and Girls Club. I, our club services about 70 kids every day, nice. and we offer different programs, help, uh, homework help programs, um, music, technical program, all types of programs along the spectrum so kids can find an interest somewhere. So. Awesome. Is that in downtown Spokane? Right outside of downtown, yes. Cool, cool. And is that from the, the age group, is it a specific age group or just... 
the whole shebang. Well, Boys and Girls Clubs um, support all K through 12, but my my club is more of a special club, I like to say. <laughs> um, but we service 5th through 12th grade. So oh, okay. um, our, our club is the smallest of the three clubs out in Spokane, but we do have little neighborhood kids who come in and we just open our doors for them. They're they're more along the guest lines, but we like having the little ones there too. Definitely awesome. What That's kind of moved here. you into that work? Um, well, I mean, I I wasn't really looking to be in youth development. Um, my my mom, my aunts, they're all in youth development, so I've always been around it, but I didn't think I would be a part of it um, on my own. Mm-hmm. And in 2010, a friend of mine was a the director of right. the club I'm the director at now, and he just came up to me during school and was like, hey, you looking for a job? <laughs> I was like, yeah, actually I am. I'm kind of tired of refing. Because I was, in, I was refing intramural basketball right. at Whitworth University. So, um, yeah, I want to try something different, and I've kind of got my feet stuck in it, and I love being you stuck there. It. That's good to hear. Well, speaking, uh, you said, mentioned earlier that you said uh, you were refing at Whitworth mm-hmm. University down, and th- is that in Spokane yes. as well? Yes. And and I know that you went to Whitworth because you got the you received the Act Six scholarship. Mm-hmm. Act Six, Cadre Five, Holla. Tell us about what is Act Six. So Act Six is a leadership initiative. Um, basically, in a nutshell, um, you're taking ten kids out of an urban setting, you know, the city life, and you're putting them into a place where you know we are now considered the minority mm-hmm. um where w- there's about f- when i was at whitworth it's totally different now the diversity is definitely shot up since i left but um yeah there was about 40 of us on campus and um what they wanted to the goal was to have these city kids learn these tools of education and sharpen our our minds you know yeah. and just become leaders in our own right. And our hope was to get back to our communities and raise up our own community leaders um, within Tacoma, Seattle. Now they opened up in Portland at George Fox University. Oh, wow. um, I know there's a school down down in the south region of the states. I, I can't remember the name mm. of it. But, yeah, Act 6, a movement. Act 6 is a movement. And uh, I was, I'm very blessed to be a so part of it. So that was a full ride scholarship? Yes. And... Um, you, how did you find it? Well, my sister was, my sister Fatna Martin was in Cadre 1, and um, just kind of watching her as I was in high school, seeing how much she was growing, I never really wanted to be a part of it, but I saw how it was affecting her in a positive way. She was becoming much more vocal about the things she cared about, and, you know, it was just really cool to see your big sister up to something positive, and I didn't think I would get it, but I figured I would try to get my mom off my back. <laughs> you know, she was just, you should try out for the Act 6. I was like, um, all right. And so I did, and thankfully, um, I was chosen out of about 160 candidates that year, and it's been a blessing. That's great. Congratulations on Thank that. Thank you. Awesome. And so when did you graduate from Whitworth? I graduated from Whitworth in 2011. Right. Mm. But you've stayed in Spokane? Yes. How come? Um, you know, well, that's where I met my husband and my na- my now husband, and we just kind of both got our got our bearings in our work, and we, you know, Spokane's right. one of those places where it kind of sinks its nails into your back <laughs> in a positive way, I guess. Um, but you know, like you just kind of blink, and you're like, dang, I've been here for four, five, six, seven, eight years, you know. So, um. 
it, it's definitely grown on me. It took a long time for Spokane, the city, to grow on me, but now I actually, it has a very special place I'm in my I'm glad heart. about that. That's good. Yeah. I think that's really good. Uh, do you have a, a conviction, a personal conviction about place or about, you know, the, the ability to stay in one place? Um, I think, I think if, if a person is able to find a place and make it home, right. that should be, that should, that's just a great point to be able to do in your life. I, I feel like if you can bring yourself to love a place where you actually started hating, mm. you know, I, cause I went out to Spokane and I was not happy out there <laughs> my first couple of years of college, but you run into people who really do touch your life in a positive way and you want to kind of do the same for them in their community. And right. I'm just I'm just really glad I've gotten the chance to stay out there as long as I have and kind of watch the city evolve. That's good. I actually have a bias about that too. So it makes me very happy that you have kind of made that commitment there because especially that you're working with children mm-hmm. that those kids have a have an experience with you because of your commitment to stay in their community. And so I I just think that's really great for them that you've done that. But don't get me wrong, trust, I want you home. <laughs> yeah, I always tell those kids out there, I'm like, when when things get kind of crazy and they want to, you know, puff up their their chests a little bit, I always tell them, I don't know who you think you're messing with, but I'm not from here. <laughs> don't get it twisted. <laughs> so, but you know, do I they feel... they know what that means? Yes, they do now. <laughs> they do now. And I feel like just kind of being able to offer them a different type of energy right. and I don't like to toot my own horn but just being real with the kids yes. like I'm not from here don't mm-hmm. don't think you, you don't right. think anything right. you know so when the kids first you know you first kind of saw them acting up you know maybe uh you know uh, misbehaving in a sense and you reacted in the way that you know how to right. react mm-hmm. to them it's how, real well, yeah, how was that <laughs> first, Margo real <laughs> that, that's the real deal right there you grew up in a family that don't take nothing yeah. you, know? <laughs> you know and so and uh and how did they react to it as well as adapting to it uh, as a learning experience i guess I'm, you know, I think they it, they were actually taken by surprise, a very distinct surprise. Right. It was it was the just the look in their eye when you kind of crack down on them a little bit. And you're just direct. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and I think I think youth actually appreciate that type of directness and um, ne- need for structure. I would agree. Mm-hmm. And so, at first, you know, there's always going to be pushback, but. Oh, yeah. They don't. They don't push back too hard now, because I'm gonna push them back. <laughs> John Fanini. That's fantastic. Well, um, you know, you've made you've made your home in Spokane, and you know, you're you said a site director. Yes, uh, is a site director, mm-hmm. which is a huge thing. That's that's a beautiful thing working with the kids in the community. But you've also done other things. I understand that you've you've been in a band. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, there. Island Soul. Island Soul, yes, very sir. nice. And how did how did that come come to be? Was that a school thing, or just like start out in the community, or? Um, well, I had a couple of friends at Whitworth, so technically it is a school yeah. thing, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, a friend of mine called me up. Um, we had done a couple 
couple of talent shows, if you will, right. at the at Whitworth. You know, they were called Whitworth Unplugged, and uh-huh. I had sang a couple of my originals from way back in the day, and people were actually very surprised. They were like, "I didn't even know you sang," and I was like, "Yeah, it's a little bit of a hobby, <laughs> you know." But um, yeah, a friend of mine called me. He's like, "Hey, uh, I think we could put something fun together, and it'll be a nice way to make some money on the side if you're interested." And I was like, "Hey, why not?" So it was uh, myself, uh, a friend of mine named Nana K, and uh, another friend of mine, Bobby Hughes. And we just kind of went into the music building at Whitworth, and we actually went to the basement because we weren't <laughs> supposed to be in there. So we practiced on one of the extra pianos down there. But we put together 12 or 13 songs, and we played a three-hour set with 12 or 13 songs, Where which is you play that? pretty impossible. Um, we play... <laughs> we play <laughs> No, we, our first performance was um, at a place called Birdie Sports Bar, and it was a very small venue, you know, um, maybe houses about 70 to 80 people. Mm -hmm. And it was just a spring day, and they were like looking for some porch music, you know. Mm -hmm. So we just got as many island songs and throwback um, Motown songs, as many as we knew, Mm -hmm. and we tried to make it work. (laughs) So you you're still in college then? Yes, yes. So a bunch I was of college a, kids out there mm-hmm. trying to make some money, uh-huh. make some dough, some fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was originally the three of us, and then we met our friend um, Matt Rockstrom, who is our lead guitarist. Nice. And after that, and he's a musical genius. All all of them are musical geniuses, right. you know. But just kind of having that last piece to the puzzle, mm-hmm. that was when our band kind of took off and took over Spokane. So there's not too many people who haven't heard of us or even seen us in concert out there we've done a f- fair amount of shows out there so yeah. how, different ma- how long have you been doing that um we've been doing that for about two and a half almost three years just and you just stayed in spokane mm-hmm. well actually we we did a couple of shows here in spoke or in seattle um we did um the polynesian beer fest out in kent oh, nice. that was it was really fun um put on by jesse and vicky correa mm-hmm. And then we also did a another Polynesian fest up in uh, Seattle and Chinatown, and that was awesome. They did a, a great job, and yeah, just being able to bring our music westbound, you know, it was really fun. Let them know. Well, earlier I alluded to it about you possibly coming home. Um, what are your thoughts? Is is that a possibility that you and your husband talk about moving your family home, or yeah, what are your thoughts about that? Yes, our plan. Don't tell too many people because <laughs> not many people know. <laughs> Um, but eventually, yes, we would like to be back home and uh-huh. be around our family, especially with the baby coming, right. a little boy, yeah, for those of you. Thank you. Patrick. Um, Patrick Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but yeah, we are definitely planning on being home soon and just being around the family, being able to raise this little guy around right. his his family, being out in Spokane. We're kind of surrounded by friends who are awesome and wonderful, mm-hmm. but... It'll be great to be back around our family. What do you think about, like, why is it important for you to have your child being not just near family, you know, but here in White Center or here in Seattle, here on the west side, specifically around the White Center area? Um, you know, White Center is just a, a diamond. Like, peop- if you don't know about White Center, White Center is really something special, you know, 
hundreds of cultures come into one right. tiny square mile area, <laughs> you know, and you just, you're just surrounded by such diversity. And uh, Spokane, you know, we are the, there is a very obvious minority, you know, being out there for as long as I have been, but um, just bringing my child around different faces, different cultures and exposing him to all the world right back here in our backyard, you know, and I think that's really important to help shape who he will become, you know, and have respect and, you know, just mutual respect for other people and humankind. And I feel like White Center is a place to do that. That's great. Mm -hmm. That's and great. And growing up here, you know, you're able, you're lear you learn how to adapt in White yes. Center. And yes. so if, if any time where he got older and he wanted to do something, a venture out to like Spokane or mm -hmm. to another state, he would know how to handle himself mm -hmm. because yeah. he grew up in a neighborhood that's so culturally diverse as well as uh, economically as well. So, yep. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I, f I also feel there's a level of humility of that mm. around White Center, you know, um, for those of us who are born and raised inside the borders of White Center, mm -hmm. you know, we're super proud of being from here, yeah. but, and a lot of people don't understand why, <laughs> which I'm cool with. Yeah. You guys can do you, we're going to do us, you know, but I just think that, um, being able to bring a child up in a place like this is just so valuable and kind of necessary to be, mm. to grow up, to be a quality young man. And I would like to bring him up here in White Center. His his uh my in laws are from Florida, so he'll be traveling West Coast, South South, Deep South, you know. So oh, man. he'll have a little bit of taste of everything. Awesome. <laughs> I hope that sometime your um, your son will be able to get to know John Burnley. <sighs> That's B. <laughs> That's Coach B. Yeah. He, if if uh, if he's gonna be the basketball star that I hope he will be, yes. he will definitely know John Burnley. <laughs> I, I miss Coach Burnley. Mm -hmm. so. He's an awesome guy. He I I took a lot away from Coach Burnley when I was in high school. I used to spend hours at his side outside of playing my own basketball right. with the girls team. Mm -hmm. I used to stay back for his practice three hours more and just pick his brain about the game and life itself. He actually gave me one of the best pieces of advice I ever had. Um, my family was very struggling when I was in high school, you know, and I was noticing it was starting to become very difficult to get bills paid on time. And mm. so I was really contemplating quitting the team, quitting sports and, you know, getting a job. And Mr. Burnley was just like, you know what, Kay, I don't think you should do that. And I kind of looked at him like that. I wasn't expecting that. Why would you say that to me? And he's like, you're going to have your whole life to work mm -hmm. you need to enjoy these years and do what you love which is basketball so he gave me that opportunity and I actually got gift. to yeah and I actually got to pursue that dream and that gift when I was in college I played for Whitworth University for two years that was a cool experience you know but yeah well thank you Kayla thanks for coming by it's so great to see you thank we you for having me to see you here Feel your ambiance <laughs> your ambiance nice the nice <laughs>